Okay. Good after morning. I'm back. It's me, the garlic kid himself. Garlic kid, because I fucking stink right now. But I'm also back. Do not smell me. Just hear my voice and rejoice. Um. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. It's been a long while. I opened Captivate, which is my hosting app that I use for the first time today in two months. <laughs> and it's tough, dude. I'm so stupid. But also, all right, we'll just get into it. Here's what happened. I put a tampon in my ass, right? And at that time, I didn't think I was gay. I really didn't. Um, but then, you know, I I started looking around, you know, certain websites, uh, gay.com was a big one, uh, and and really, it just—it just—it it drove a wedge between me and my girlfriend. The fighting, she beat me. Uh, you know, it really took a toll on my life. That tampon did, let me tell you. And you know, but now I live in a new house. I'm living in Ketchum, Oklahoma. Uh. Uh, it's a better house, it's bigger, it's cooler, you know, um, and I didn't have internet for a while, that's one of the reasons I wanted to get back in the podcast once I was here, it was just at that house in Afton, you know, with me being gay, and, <laughs> uh, alright, 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 that's, that's a lie, <laughs> no, that, no, that was real, really what happened was, honestly, at the time of the tampon vid, that's whenever I was really trying to push like video podcasts and doing things like that. And you know, I, I kind of overwhelmed myself because I, I was like, oh, I, I gotta get on, I gotta record. Like, I would have to get up and you know, I still work the fucking night shift. That's the main, that's the main problem. But I'm, I swear to God, I'm quitting soon. I swear to God. Um, so I'd like have to get up in the afternoon and like shower and shit because I'm gonna be on camera. It's gonna be immortalized forever, you know. Gotta look at least half decent. And then I'd have to set it up, you know, do the lighting, do the fucking check the audio, make sure everything's gonna record. Is my laptop gonna crash? It's been doing that. And that was a big negative here because Zayden and I actually recorded a podcast here, like literally the weekend we moved in. Like literally the weekend we moved in. I didn't even have internet yet. And, uh, I think I still got the recordings, but my laptop crashed twice while we were recording. So, you know, it's, uh, it it was looking slow. So, you know, I I got a little lazy, not going to lie. And then, you know, it, it just, I just felt, I felt, uh, felt kind of ashamed to just step away for so long. Just because 
I was just doing too much and I wanted to do too much, you know, and that, uh, I kind of overwhelmed myself because I, I really am the fucking only one that does anything for this shit and it is just me. So I think trying to do the work of an entire content team just all of a sudden is not really the play. <laughs> that's a good way to get discouraged. Uh, what I need is I need a, a few, I almost said, I almost said the M word, M, like M and M. Uh, I need some little people to fucking edit for me. <laughs> I don't know why. I hear they're good with their hands. Maybe they can whittle. Maybe they can whittle me a, a podcast piece. I don't know. I'm here in the, in the, uh, the Beats by Dr. Dre Super Zoot Blunt Lab and Podcast Center. Brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre Volume 2. Now this volume is cool. It's also my own room. We don't have a bed anymore. Uh, there was a bed in there. In the old beat lab. And uh, they really made it congested. So this one got a futon. You know, it's got some laundry on it. Got some towels, you know, folding them up. Taking my time on the rest of that shit. That's how that goes. <laughs> and, uh, the re you know, it's kind of swagged out. Zayden hooked me up with some studio foam from his uh, from his studio in Tulsa. He's back in, uh, in this area, too. So we've been really hanging out, like, a lot, actually, pretty much every weekend. And, uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. The studio's looking nice. I've got a TV mounted on the wall here. I stole from my mom's house. Uh, shitload of foam. I've got this closet here. It's got a bunch of skeletons in it. <laughs> and, uh, I have this painting on the wall that I bought online a few weeks ago. And I fucking love this thing. Okay, so first of all, I strung LEDs. In the top of this shit. I'm not posting the video, so fuck you. So I've got like a big foam wall, right? I have like studio foam, and it's got uh, I got LEDs like around that, kind of on the floor in the room. So the room really glows. And uh, I've got this Van Gogh style uh, Gandalf versus the Balrog painting, and it's really cool. It's like uh, Gandalf standing at the front of the picture, kind of holding up his you know his staff, you know. He's one of the fucking holders of the secret fire and all that shit. And then uh, it's got the fucking Balrog, all his fire, you know, shadow and flame and shit. And then at the top, it's got the sky from Starry Night. And it's kind of all done in that style. And it's really fucking cool. I love it. And it changes colors so much whenever I turn the LEDs on. It's so sick. Whenever the it goes to like a really warm colors, like uh, like yellows and reds on my LEDs, the whole fucking painting like blacks out at the top except for like some of the moons and then like the Balrog and that's pretty much it like you can barely even see Gandalf it gets so dark at the bottom and it's so fucking sick dude it turns me on I've gotten really really into Lord of the Rings recently um, I, I got the audiobooks so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna listen to these bastards while I'm at work and I listened to the Fellowship of the Ring uh, that shit was 21 hours long, <laughs> uh, audio style, and I honestly, I sprinted through that. Like, I had to pace myself to not do it in, like, a week and a half of, of listening. You know, I was doing, like, two or three hours a day. 
there for a little bit. I had to slow down. Um, and then I've got like three or four hours left of the two towers, but I'm really biding my time. I honestly just need to listen to it now because uh, I'm doing it on Audible. And if, uh, if you know anything about Audible, uh, uh, they only give you uh, uh, one book every month. And you can't fucking buy books on Audible because they're fucking really smart. And they realize that if they just charge you 15 bucks a month and give you one free book a month, that if you want a certain book on there, you have to wait a whole month and then pay your subscription. And then you're signed up for a whole nother month. So, you have to... Uh, you got to get out. I'm I'm just biding my time. My my day is like the 26th, I think, of July this month. <laughs> the month will end why now. And then uh, I will get the Return of the King. And I don't know if I want to hold on until the Silmarillion. Um, so I think I do want that audio. So I might do another another month and get the Silmarillion uh... that'll be sick that'll be sick so I've been really diving into Lord of the Rings you know me guy uh... I, I quit watching Star Wars lore videos and uh... actually really I, I quit watching fucking Marvel lore videos and I switched over to Lord of the Rings so I know a thing or two now about the old middle of the west now it is it is so sick though like there I I just really appreciate like all of those fucking epic stories that just come out of one fucking person that's that's what's so crazy like say what you want about JK Rowling like she's got a pretty you know uh, a pretty girthy fucking world with uh with the wizarding I don't know how how deep the lore runs and Harry the Potter. <laughs> Harry the Potter. <laughs> uh, I got this guy Harry down the street. Fucking all he does is pop plants all day. He fucking talks to an owl. Oh, I don't fucking know this guy. He's fucking weird. <laughs> fucking Harry the Potter. Uh, but I don't know how deep that lore runs, man. But if you go to like Star Wars, fucking George Lucas, the shit, like. The guy's literally setting up, like, world governments and shit. Like, galactic governments and, and like, all these different planets and races and characters. And he helped design all that shit. I'm sure, like, wouldn't it, like, the fucking Hensons and shit helped him in the originals? So, I'm sure, you know, they had some hand in, like, some of the, some of just the random aliens, but, like, he categorized all like they all had a purpose in the end, and uh, it's wild. And J.R.R. Tolkien might be the the wildest of them all, if I'm being honest with you, because the guy literally wrote like three languages for the fucking <laughs> for his books. And I know uh, didn't old fucking George R.R. R. Martin is it George R. Martin or is there two R's? I don't know, Penis Boy, we'll just call him that. Fucking Penis Boy has a lot of uh, really deep lore too, but I've never watched Game of Thrones and never 
obviously never read any of the books. So, I'm out. I'm out. I tried to get my girlfriend to watch it with me, but I would have it would like that show's so epic. I could I would have to get her to start it with me. Otherwise, like I have to fucking go back and watch it, you know. So, fucking Tolkien's wild, man. Wild. Because, like, on the surface, just even the movies, like, the amount, and I know you can say this pretty much about every, like, movie adaption of a book, but the amount of shit that is cut out, and there's some really cool shit that is cut out of the theatrical release of all those movies. Um, the fucking director's cut, or whatever it is, like, the extended editions, those are sick, man. They have a lot of stuff, like, there's an entire scene in the Fellowship of the Ring where, when I was listening to it, I was, because I'd never seen the extended cuts either, and I was like, man, how do they not do that in the movies? Because they, they go to Lorien, which is, like, uh, one of the oldest, like, realms of the elves in Middle-earth, or in the West, anyways, because, uh, they're from the East, <laughs> across the Great Sea. And the East is weird. The East is like an abstract con- concept. It's like, uh, it's kind of like heaven, honestly. Like, it kind of divided and they all ascended. And the elves go to, like, the eternal plane or whatever the fuck. That's where they go at the end of the, at the end of the Return of the King. Whenever Frodo fucking gets in with Gandalf and they take off. Um. So, it's like one of the oldest, like, strongholds of elves in... In the West, where men live, it's called Lorien, and uh, there's a really there's a really cool scene with Galadriel, who is like this really old, beautiful elf lady, who uh, she has one of the Elven Rings of Power, <clears throat> and Frodo like they're looking in like this little mirror thing that she has, it's like a reflecting pool, and uh, Frodo sees like the eye and all this shit, and it like shows you, I don't know, it's it shows you, it's kind of weird, like, what the, the thing will show you. It'll show you, like, things that might happen or might not happen. It's really abstract, like, what it is. And he basically sees, like, the Eye of Mordor and Sauron and all this shit. And he freaks out. And then he, like, offers to give Galadriel the ring. And she's, like, more powerful than Gandalf, wizard level. Like, she's crazy. And there's a re- like the way they did it in the in the movie is kind of wild. They made her look just like I don't know. They like took all the white balance and contrast out and just made her look like like a negative version of herself. And she's she has this really cool monologue where she's like, uh, in place of a dark lord, you would have a queen, and fucking something like deep and or mysterious and beautiful as the sea. Or, like, treacherous as the sea or something like that. And then she's basically like, if you give me that ring and I take it from you, that means my, like, her will has failed and the ring will take her. Because you, you cannot, like, the way, the way the fucking ring works is just, like, if you give it a chance, it will take you over time. Like, it has to be destroyed. It's literally the ultimate evil. It has to be destroyed. So... She's like, yo, fuck that shit. Get that out of here. 
And then she's, like, all scary and shit and just, like, freaking out on Frodo with, like, her full power. <laughs> and uh, he's just, like, on the ground, like, freaking out. And then she's like, oh, I passed the test. So I can go die or live eternally in the East. She's like, cool. <laughs> it was like she knew that that was going to be her final test to see if she could go to the East, like, whether or not she would take the ring. And it is kind of crazy. I think Tolkien talked about it in, like, Unfinished Tales or something like that, where, like, seriously, if Gladriel had the ring, she would eventually just become a Dark Lord of her own. Like, it would be a really weird relationship because, like, she's good. But then also, she could do anything she wanted, essentially, with the ring. So, it, I don't know. It would just be, like, a really weird relationship where, like, nothing really pales out for anybody in the very end. Because once you give somebody like Gandalf or Sauron or Galadriel or even fucking Elrond, the other uh, elf wizard guy, if you give any of them the ring, like, it's, it's honestly chalked. Because, one, they already have an elven ring of power, and two, uh, they have the ultimate ring. So there's your fucking Lord of the Rings spell. I hope you love that. That's the kind of shit I've been on, man. It's so cool. It's so deep. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Oh, man. I've, I just got done playing some really good matches of Call of Duty with, uh, with my friends. I've been playing a lot of league play and watching, watching a lot of COD. And you know what, before I kind of decided I wasn't going to talk about Call of Duty because, like, it's really niche. But you know what, fuck you guys. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about and you can lick my balls. How about that? Eh, how about you just lick my balls? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, like the video. <laughs> Tell your friends. They can lick my balls too. We can all just lick each other's balls in a big circle. A fucking... A never-ending ring of ball licking. It's like the five-mile spank train from Spongebob, but we just send somebody through with their tug out, and they just lick everybody's balls as they pass through. <laughs> it's just the five-mile train of people with their legs spread with no pants on, with a t-shirt that has their, has their distance on it. That's their distance of the mile. Their other fucking white t-shirt. They're just standing there with their balls out. Spread. <laughs> oh, God. Sign me up. Man, you'd fucking need, like, a lint roller for your tongue by, like, the fucking... By the first quarter mile, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, man, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, and that's honestly... One of the reasons I, uh, I haven't really been uploading a whole lot, you know, I feel like I have a mild video game addiction. I say mild because I'm mitigating it. I feel like I have a video game addiction. I play pretty much every day. I only play for like a couple hours, but I, I put like high on a priority list and uh, that's not good, you know. It, it needs to not be, like, my one priority to, like, I gotta play video games for a while today, you know? Um. But, we'll see. I need to mute my phone. 
Uh, how do you fucking mute an iPhone? I got an iPhone 12, so I fucking destroyed my other phone. I was walking at work, and I had that. I had an iPhone, iPhone 8. Yeah, it's an iPhone 8 Plus. I had that bitch for like three and a half years, almost four years. And I was walking with it at work, and it was pretty cracked up. And I only recently cracked the screen up. But, you know, I just kept dropping it. And the case I had on it had gotten pretty shitty. And uh, I was walking at work, and I was just strolling along, and I pulled it out of my pocket. And when I did, I kind of, like, threw it forward, you know. And I went to grab it with my left hand. Whenever I did that, I kind of bounced it forward again. And, like, you know, I was walking kind of fast. So it was, like, all my momentum of me just, like, slinging that shit forward. And it just smacked the ground. As soon as it hit the ground, I was like, that was a big drop. You know, you can just, you feel it. Like, you feel the fucking energy in the phone just disappear. So it was all fucked up, and I had to go to Verizon and uh, get a new one. And it was, like, so fucked up that, like, I couldn't type on my keyboard. So I was, like, having to enter all these passwords and shit for them, like, on my phone while I'm standing there. And uh, I couldn't remember whatever my fucking, like, I Apple ID password like I, either the keyboard fucked up and I got it wrong the first time or like I just had the wrong password but you know I'm sitting there thinking I'm gonna have to do a password reset and I can't even fucking like type one password now I'm gonna have to type in like an email and all this shit like <laughs> uh, it was it was a little slow but I got it done I got it done and uh, so now I got a I got a twelve. I don't have the big boy. I just got a regular one. <clears throat> Still swagging on him though. But Call of Duty. Let's get back to that. I just got done playing a, a whole shit little league play, which is basically it mirrors like pro competitive COD. <clears throat> it's like a, pretty much the same map set that they play on or map pool. And it's just random. Like what map or game mode you'll get, <clears throat> which is kind of ass, to be honest with you. Because if you know anything about COD, you know thing to do about COD. You got your hard points and you got your controllicans, and then your hard points. That's the one everybody wants to play. Hard points is the best piece of COD. That's the fucking tenderloin. That's the fucking. That's the pussy, right? <laughs> that tenderloin pussy <laughs> of a of a game mode. Is hard point. That's why they call it HP. It, it actually stands for hinder hinderloin pussy. But you know, it's a, okay, that's stupid. People want to play hard point. They don't really want to play control because control is a super team oriented game mode. It's kind of like a mix between hard point and search and destroy. Yeah, um, hard point is like a respawn. It's classic Call of Duty. It's fast paced. You know the the point that you have to capture and like hold for each team. It's basically King of the Hill. But the the like the zone, like the hill moves every like minute pretty basically. So you know, it's really fast. You gotta know rotations and like shit and getting around the map and I was fucking shitting today. Ooh, I was shitting. I got into form, man. I was a little I started out a little slow and as we got into our later session I was playing with I actually started playing Call of Duty a lot with my little brother, and uh, it's pretty nice. Not gonna lie, he's he's one of our better t teammates. 
because I have like a set squad of people that I played with. It was only like three people that we could consistently play with, which sucks. Because in matchmaking, if you matchmake with three out of four people, you're looking for just one dude in your skill set that is just solo queuing league play, and that's a that's a hard pull to look for. So if you match make with three people, you're just sitting in the lobby most of the time. Like you're sitting in lobby more than you're playing a game. Just kind of sucks. But you know you can talk to your boys and fucking hang out. It's not, not too bad. But uh, now we had like basically four people that we were playing with, and then we got really consistent with these four people. Like the past like month or two, or month probably month past month, uh, we have gotten really consistent. It's like me. My little brother, Caden, uh, our friend Garrett, he lives in New Mexico, and my uh, friend Ethan, who graduated a year before me uh, from Jay, and uh, yeah, we kind of, <clears throat> we kind of piss on motherfuckers, not going to lie, because we all have our roles, and which is really nice that we all kind of settled into like how we play, so we can really, you know, we're a team, basically. And it's, it's fun to simulate, because I do watch a lot of Call of Duty. That's always been my favorite eSport. I got into Overwatch for a while, and, uh, and like, competitive Pokemon, but um, Call of Duty's really always been my favorite. It was the first eSport I I'd ever knew. Like, my friend River Carroll, shout out, shout out Waterbug, uh, he showed me Optic Scumpy's 1 million subscriber montage in like the seventh grade. I remember exactly like I remember we were in fucking pre-algebra class or algebra one, whatever the fuck it was. And uh he just whips that shit out and he shows me it and I was like you know, I didn't even have internet at my house at the time. So but I was playing Call of Duty. You know, I knew about Call of Duty. I was playing a lot of Modern Warfare two and like Black Ops two and shit like that. You know, because I played pretty much every Call of Duty but never online until like my freshman year, so it was my sophomore year is when we got internet. <clears throat> and I was able to play, and that was whenever, like, Black Ops 3 was hot. And, uh, Black Ops 3 was really the only Call of Duty I played online for ever. Like, but, you know, you'd play Black Ops 2 at, like, a friend's house. You know, you'd, you'd do that. Like, you'd go and you'd talk shit on the mic and fucking split screen and you know, meme around, but as far as, like, playing, I had no idea. You know. And then River showed me that video and, uh, I was like, holy shit, people, like, there's pros, because if you go and watch his million subscriber montage, let's see how many views that thing has. I've probably seen it fucking like five or six times. Like, if you don't know Scumpy, then then you have no idea what I'm talking about. Because if you've heard of Call of Duty, you've heard of Scumpy. If you've ever played a COD, you know who Scumpy is. Or Nadeshot. Those are the two names. Or like Clayster. Those are the two or three names that everybody knows. Let's see. Uh, Scump. Million subscriber... Montage. 6.5 million views. It came out six years ago. That's crazy, man. 
Like, I'm like... <laughs> I bet you like that, huh? Bring me my first ever montage, my million subscriber montage. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys that support myself as well as the Green Wall. You guys make all this possible. Wow. This montage is dedicated to you. So, the team that he's on, Optic, is like my favorite um, fucking team. Because, you know, it's really like in the CDL, they just started this. Uh, you know the Call of Duty League. Before it was the COD World League, and it was kind of unrestricted, and it wasn't a franchise type thing. But now the Call of Duty League is really official. They model it after basically the NFL and shit like that. You know, like a a city has a team. I think I've explained that before on the podcast um, a long time ago. But uh, Whenever I was going to pick a team for the CDL, because, you know, you got to pick a team to root for. It's kind of the funnest part of a new, getting into a new sport. You know, you get to pick a team. Like, I'm I'm thinking about getting into hockey. Cause, you know, this season just ended. And I, I know a little bit about hockey, and it, I know it's kind of fun to watch. I played, I played NHL, and I've watched some live hockey. So I kind of appreciate it. But I've never really, like, gotten into it, gotten into it. My my family just wasn't, you know, I'm from fucking Oklahoma. Like, <clears throat> we're not playing hockey, kid. We're not playing hockey. <laughs> so, uh, I kind of want to pick a, a, a new team for hockey, too, which is interesting. Because I think, uh, I might be wrong. Actually, let's Google this. This is a Googleable moment. Um, I think there's a new team. Or maybe two new teams coming in to the NHL, the National Hockey League. Or yeah, I think that's what that is. Uh, let's see, new NHL team. The Seattle Kraken. Their professional ice hockey expansion team based in Seattle. The Pacific Division in the Western Conference, beginning with the league's twenty twenty one. To 2022 season. Huh. I like their colors. I mean. It looks like they're. They're going for like a. Honestly similar to the Seattle Surge. They're going for like a green. And like kind of teal vibe. I fuck with it. It's like an. There's symbols like an S. That's like a tentacle. It's like two tentacles. You know makes a big nasty looking S. Love it. You know, fuck it. I'm right here. Go Kraken. Woo! I'm a Kraken fan. They're new. I'm new. Match made in heaven. I'll be tuning in next season. <laughs> so, I got to do that with Call of Duty, too. Um, and whenever it came down to it, there's a of all the teams, there's a team based in Dallas and there's a team based in Chicago. Those were the two closest teams to me. At the time, the team based in Dallas, who was originally who I chose, I was like, that's going to be my team. Then I was looking at rosters, and I was like, man, like, it's like Crim6 and Clayster, which is cool. You know, they're staples of the scene. But I don't really, I'm not really a big Crim fan. It's obviously I'm more of a Skump fan, and there's a divide there if you know anything about Call of Duty. Crim6 and Skumpy used to team together on Optic. 
but then the team kind of fell apart and they don't like each other a whole lot anymore. Uh, I think they're cool now, but you know. So I was looking at that, and then Optic Chicago has. Uh, well, they weren't Optic Chicago at the time. They were Chicago Huntsman because the owner of Optic Hex, he uh, had sold the name Optic to this fucking like big conglomerate brand called Infinite. They control like a lot of just like esports franchises and teams and things like that. And they fumbled the bag. Like Optic just became like a weird corporate shell of itself. And they were based in Los Angeles actually. They had a team the first year of the CDL in uh in Los Angeles. It was Optic Gaming Los Angeles. <laughs> OGLA. And uh so you know, the Optic Boys with with Scumpy and Formal and then they picked up Dashy and Envoy. They uh, they set up shop and started doing like a lot of content and stuff and the Huntsman, like the original Optic before they were picked up by Infinite, became the most like they in their first year mind you, these teams had to buy in for twenty five million dollars. So for Hex to be an owner of uh, a team he had to buy in for 25 mil so he was with NRG at the time they're another they're like infinite they're just a really big gaming corporation my older brother is a big fan of the Rocket League team he has a bunch of NRG jerseys you know it's energy it's actually how you're supposed to pronounce it but whatever it's NRG um <laughs> Uh, I lost my fucking train of thought. Uh, so to buy into the league is fucking $25 million. And they almost became profitable after one year. Like, they almost broke even after one year. Just off of, like, merch sales, viewership. You know, they're doing their thing on YouTube. The, op the Huntsman YouTube channel, I think, in a year got up to, like, 200,000 subscribers or something like that. Which is pretty crazy growth on YouTube nowadays especially being so niche like just being Call of Duty you know they're not like any kind of you know Casey Neistat type thing where like anybody can watch it you know like you have to be a Call of Duty fan to watch and they they're crazy dude the the viewership numbers for Optic is wild um, so you could classify me as a fanboy uh, because it is the biggest team it's the most popular team uh, whenever they play, like, usually Call of Duty, it goes from, depending on who's playing, like if FaZe is playing, I'm sure if you know anything about esports, you've heard of FaZe, uh, or even now, if you're just fucking, like, they have, like, sports people getting on their team and shit, but whenever they're playing or Optic's playing, uh, viewership basically doubles, especially Optic, so... I'm a fanboy. I think my girlfriend just got home. Oh, Megan? I took your car. We got pizza. Oh, hell yeah. She took my car and she'll be back with pizza is what she just said to me. Mmm. Pizza. Damn, that sounds so fucking good right now. 
But yeah, man, I've been really enjoying watching uh, watching Call of Duty. This season's been really cool. They're coming into the. I think there's like one more tournament before the final tournament, and um, Optic actually just beat Phase, who is like, I don't know. Let me look at this fucking because it's actually crazy how good they are at this game. The Phase team right now is just unstoppable. Um. Let's see. The Atlanta phase. My fucking phone will pull it up. Yeah, the, these guys are wild. Like, watching them play is a whole different breed than watching anybody else in the league right now. It's it's kind of wild. Um, dude, I don't want their fucking... Yeah, go to tournament results. Let's see what these guys are up to. Now, mind you, this has only been in, like, what the, I don't like how they did this. <laughs> okay, hold on. Atlanta phase record. They are currently 26 and 7, which is... Wild. It's wild. Um, Optic just beat them actually in this. So how like the format works is they play, I think five group matches. So they get placed into groups. Um, eight teams in each group. There's 16 teams. And uh, or no, there's 12 teams. There's <laughs> 12 teams, six people in each group. <clears throat> And they play, you know, they play five matches in their group, and then they get placed from their groups into a tournament at the end of, like, the group stage, and they'll do the major tournament. Major 5 is about to come up, and Optic is currently 3-0 and in group stage. Uh, they just beat FaZe, like, oh, this past weekend, so they're playing hot, like... That match is honestly, I think I've talked about the Optic Empire match on here before. Those two matchups, Optic Empire Stage 1 Major and uh, Optic Phase, uh, this fucking Stage 5 group, those two matches were fucking insane. Like, to the wire, people, like, barely missing each other because I don't know if I ever explained what search and destroy is but it, you get one life it's basically counter strike uh, you know there's two bomb sites one team has a bomb the other team doesn't so you have to like push up 4v4 and try to plant a bomb and if the attacking team plants the bomb the defending team has to defuse and uh, if the bomb's planted um uh, Basically, if the attacking team kills all the defenders, they win. So, But they also have to plant the bomb before time runs out. And then if they plant the bomb, the defending team has to kill all the, all the attacking team or defuse the bomb. So it's uh, it gets really complicated, honestly. And like the timings and shit in Search and Destroy is so insane. And uh, those matchups, man, they literally went... They play five maps whenever they play a team. So they'll play like a hard point on just some random map. 
and then they play a search and destroy, and then they play a control, and then they play a hard point, and then they play a search, and it's best of five. So sometimes they don't even play that back hard point and search. But this went round eleven, uh, game, yeah, game five, round eleven, uh, which is like the farthest it can go, like to the wire, you know. One round of search wins you the fucking wins you the day. It's pretty crazy. But I think I'm about to eat some pizza. So um, I think I'm gonna hop off here. It's a pretty good talk. Talk about Lord of the Rings and Call of Duty and being gay. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good podcast. It's a pretty good, pretty good podcast today. All right. Um, I'll be uploading weekly. I'm thinking about switching it to Thursdays. So if you're gonna tune in next week. Uh, look for it on Thursday. It'll it'll be up at like 5 a.m. or some shit. So, yeah. Do you want to say something before I turn it off? No, come here. Say something. You get one thing. You gotta you gotta send this out. One thing. Take a dab. Good afternoon, I condone the use of drugs.